For the reading of His Word, I request everyone to please rise and open your Bibles to Acts chapter 11, verses 1 to 18. The apostles and the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the Word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and then it was all pulled up to heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. The six brothers also went with me. And we entered the man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift He gave us, who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Praise be the name of the Lord for the reading of His word. A blessed day to all. Magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. Magandang araw po sa ating lahat. Wherever you are right now, isa lang po ang aking panalangin na tayo pong lahat at kayo ay punong-puno ng grasya ng ating Panginoong Diyos. Okay, so anuman ang kalagayan mo sa ngayon, huwag mong kalimutan na ang grasya ng Panginoon ang siyang nagpapanatili ng iyong katatagan. So we have just concluded last Sunday ang chapter 10 ng Book of Acts and as I have mentioned, itong chapter na to was crucial because it records the first conversion of Gentiles. And what the Lord Jesus Christ said in Acts 1.8 is slowly being fulfilled. So ano nga ba yung binanggit ng Panginoong Heso Kristo doon sa Acts 1.8 before He ascended to heaven? He said that you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So for us to have a better understanding, this is the structure of the book of Acts. So chapters 1 to 7 is where it all began at Jerusalem. And chapters 8 to 12 is when the ministry started to expand in other towns of Judea and of course, doon sa Samaria. After the death of Stephen, yung na ang martyrdom ni Stephen. 
so prominent sa mga chapters na to versus uh, chapter 1 to chapter 12 ang pangunguna ng Apostol Pedro and then the missionary journeys of the Apostle Paul in chapters 13 to 28. You see, it is just right that Peter, Peter should open the ministry to the Gentiles because he was at that time the appointed leader of the Jerusalem church. And as a Jew who now knows the significance and the reach of the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, yung hanggat kayang maabot no, ng balita, ng good news about the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, Peter gave us this truth. Ano ba yung katotohanan na yan? That nobody will be able to save himself or herself through their own efforts. No matter how good or religious they may be, each one of us needs the forgiveness that Jesus offers. So actually, this was the summary of what we have learned last Sunday. It is the basic truth of our faith. You see, only Jesus saves. He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. Walang ni isang Jew would dare to go into a Gentile home and eat with them. Wala ni isa sa kanila na gustong gawin yun, na pumunta sa isang bahay ng isang hintil at makasama sila at kumain na kasama sila. Dahil para sa mga Jew, it means defilement and becoming ceremonially unclean. So Peter knew that the Lord Jesus told them to go and preach the good news to the whole world. But yung kanilang pag-iisip, that centuries-old thinking limits their sights and in their thinking only in the Jewish world. Kasi para sa kanila, ang mundo ay umiikot at umiinog lamang sa mundo ng mga Hudyo. Right? Pero sa hindi inasahang pagkakataon, nagbago ang lahat para kay Peter, kaya sinama niya yung anim na kasama yung anim na Jewish Christians na namaba at narinig natin kanina when it was read to us in verse 12 para masiguradong may kasama siyang witnesses. Then they saw that the Holy Spirit fell upon the Gentiles the same way that the Holy Spirit fell on them on the day of Pentecost. That whole event, mga kapatid, had a tremendous effect to all of them as it changed their perspective about salvation. At kapag pinag-uusapan natin ang perspective, it means about mindset. At ito yung ating pag-uusapan sa umagang ito, mga kapatid. Mindset. It is what defines a Christian. Kung anong meron sa ating pag-iisip at kung anong meron sa ating mga puso, it what defines who we are as the follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. So ano nga ba? What defines us as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ? Is there something unique in us that will define us from, from the rest? So, today, let us learn and be blessed. Sabi nga ni Pablo sa Romans 8.6, and this is a very profound uh, verse about mindset, about what it is in our mind. He wrote to the Romans and he said, To set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. By the way, lahat ng mga kinukot natin dito, mga kapatid, na, na verses sa Bible are from the New International Version. 
And what we have just heard a while ago is from the new internal version, international version, not unless that it is specified. In this particular verse, in this particular translation, it's taken out from the English standard version. So Paul said, to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Para kay Paul, para kay Pablo, tending our minds is a matter of life and death. Pag sinabing tending our minds, it means how we take care and develop our thinking. It's not just about in our daily activities or our work, but life as a whole. How we think defines our actions and of who we are as a person. Okay? How we think defines our action and of who we are as a person. So when Paul said that to set the mind on the spirit, it means mindset of the spirit. And it doesn't only think, um, it doesn't only speak about the mind, but it also speaks about the attitude that comes out from it. So mindset is equal to attitude set. It is the frame and disposition of our mind. Okay? So remember that, mga kapatid, na yung ating mga pag-iisip ay equivalent doon sa ating attitude because it is the frame and disposition of our mind. So, as we walk daily with the Spirit, as what you know, we have learned from the early Christians, that the Spirit, when they were filled with the Spirit, they walk with the Spirit. Our salvation creates a visible proof of evidence of our attitude set. Okay? Salvation creates a visible proof of evidence of our attitude set. And what a good example we can get from Cornelius and his friends. Yung kanilang outright respond to their newfound faith that was shared to them by Peter caused them to ask Peter to stay with them for a few days. Cornelius and his friends, after hearing what Peter told them, they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Now, Peter stayed in Caesarea as requested and perhaps with the help of Philip, dahil alam natin na si Philip was in Caesarea as what mentioned in chapter 8 ng Book of Acts. So, they work in tandem to disciple Cornelius and his friends and learn about Jesus. Clearly, mga kapatid, Cornelius wants to know that he doesn't want to live in the past. He has what he has at present. He wants to know what he has at present. And he wants to dig deeper on his newfound faith. Cornelius, as I've said, doesn't want to live in the past. He wants the now. He wants the present. So, what defines us as a Christian? First point, mga kapatid, what we can learn from the first half of chapter 11 ng Book of Acts. You don't live in the past. Okay? That is verses 1 to 10. You don't live in the past. Hindi ka dapat mamuhay kung ano ang iyong nakaraan. And this is the problem of the Jewish Christians. So let us look at the reactions upon knowing what happened in Caesarea. Acts 11, 1-3, it says, The apostles and the believers, take note about this, merong 11 apostles na naiwan doon, na mga kasamahan ni Pedro, and the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles 
also had received the word of God. Okay? The apostles, the believers throughout all Judea have heard the Gentiles that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. Ano kaya ang narinig nila? Sino ang nagsabi at kanino nila narinig ang balita? Ano ang kanilang naging reaksyon ng marinig nila ang balita? Tama kaya ang detalye? Tama kaya yung kanilang mga narinig? Alam niyo mga kapatid, dito pa lang malalaman na natin if we as Christians are still living in our past. Kasi it tends for us to ask this question on how do we respond to information? How do you respond to information? Do you make or do we make knee-jerk reactions? Ano ba yung knee-jerk reactions? Knee-jerk reactions ay yung negative responses like taking the information, hook, line, and sinker. Ibig sabihin, merong nilagay na dun sa pamimingwit, merong nilagay na pampalubog, merong pain, merong hook. Kinain lahat yon, Bingwit agad, kahit di pa alam o inaalam ang detalye. Okay? Kaya mga kapatid, mag-ingat talaga tayo, lalo na in this time of internet and social media. Napakabilis ang takbo ng impormasyon. Fake man o totoo. So dito, ano ba ang kanilang narinig? Fake ba? Fake news ba? Or true, true news? So look at what these Jewish Christians did. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, take note ha, the, circums- the circumcised believers criticized him. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him. So based dito sa accounts ni Dr. Luke, itong Jewish Christians na to, they called a meeting and they summoned Peter to come with them, to meet with them. Ni walang gentleness on their part. Diretso yung kanilang mga comments at kanilang mga accusation. Di man lang nagtanong. Sabagay, tama naman ang kanilang sinabi. Pero the motive behind of their statements and their you know their queries was negative so when they summoned peter and peter was with them they said in verse 3 you went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them wag po nating kalilimutan mga kapatid na as the gospel spread in jerusalem marami pong mga pari or mga yung mga pari na nagsiserve sa templo na naging convert to Christianity, you can read that in Acts chapter 6, verse 7. And if this is the case, itong mga pari na to, itong mga taong ito are very zealous sa Mosaic law, sa Moses, sa law ni Moses. So the principle of grace at that time is still very unclear sa kanila. Kaya hindi nakapagtataka na di pa nila alam ang relasyon ng grace at ng law or the relationship between the Jews and the Gentiles. What are their role? Ano ba yung, what is their role about salvation? And of course, Israel and the church. They don't know yet that. So their motive is to accuse Peter of defiling himself being associated with Cornelius and his friends. Kasi for them, as I mentioned last Sunday, the Gentiles for the Jews are unclean. And by the way, the word Gentiles comes from the Greek word ethne. Na ibig sabihin ay nations or a group of people, non-Jewish. Kaya para sa atin, non-Jewish. Kaya kung tayo ay tatawagin the Gentiles in the Philippine Islands, ito yung ibig sabihin 
ng Gentiles or ethne in the Greek word. You see, mga kapatid, this is not just a matter of religion but also of culture. As I've said, cultural habits are very hard to break. At this is the problem when you are still living in your old ways of thinking. When you still have your old habits, when you still live within your past. Alam nyo, masasabi ko ito mga kapatid because this is the same group of people in the book of Acts that will debate and accuse Paul later on during his missionary journeys. The same group of people will debate them because cultural habits is very, very hard to break. So, when Peter was were asked by those questions in verse 4, he said, starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. You see, mga kapatid, our tendency is just to read through and breeze through to this narrative of Peter in the following verses after ng verse 4. Kasi nga, itong mga verses na to ay inulit lang mula sa chapter 10. Now, if we have this kind of attitude in reading in the Bible, we will miss a lot. We will miss a lot of lessons. Remember this. Whenever the Bible repeats something, we have to pay attention because God don't want us to miss a very important lesson. So as Peter narrates the events, we can see and we can read here that God was slowly changing the thought pattern of these Jewish Christians. God is changing their mindset. God is changing their attitudes, their attitude set. Because God, in this particular repetition of the verses coming from chapter 10, was instilling in them His agenda. Ano ba ang agenda ng Panginoon? Ano ba yung question sa atin ng last life group natin last Sunday? What's God's plan of salvation? What He has done to fulfill His plan? You see, God was instilling in them, in their hearts, to reach out the lost and these lost people to be saved. You see, God will change our inner nature to set our minds on things that are of His, to take away our old nature or our old outer nature. He will do everything. God will change yung anong meron tayo sa kaloob-looban natin upang yung kung ano yung mailabas natin, mga kapatid, is kung ano yung naaayon sa kanyang kagustuhan. God will change our inner, inner nature to set our minds on things that are of His to take away our old, our old outer nature. You see, our past is our old way of living, our old way of thinking, our old way of responding to information, our old way of responding to things. That's our old culture, our old nature. Our old nature can never glorify God and it will diminish and curtail the proof and evidences of our new life in Christ. Yung ating old way of living, yung ating past, yung ating nakaraan mga kapatid, yung ating old way of living, it will diminish, mababawasan, and in fact, mapipigilan na mailabas natin yung proof and evidences of our new life in Christ. You see, you don't live in the past. That defines you as a Christian. So another one that will define us as a Christian is that you focus, you focus on the now. Verses 11 to 17. You focus on the now. You see, 
Focusing on the present is very important to highly effective people. They don't dwell and they don't wallow in the past. Instead, they use it as a springboard for the present. And this is also true in our spiritual lives. No, remember natin to mga kapatid, na focusing on the present is very important and is very highly evident to highly effective people. They don't dwell and they don't wallow in the past. They look at the future and they look at the present. And this is also true in our spiritual lives. So let us develop this habit of looking at the task at hand, kung ano yung dapat natin gawin, and then schedule the priorities so that we can, you know, efficiently use our time and we become more productive. Not just in our daily lives, but be more productive for the Lord. You see, these are the things that will come to mind when we think about focusing on the now. You've got to examine what has to be done and you do it one at a time. You see, when you focus at the now, you do it one at a time. You'll always, kasi you'll always be in trouble if you prioritize your schedule. Pag yung schedule natin ang pinaprioritize natin, you will be in trouble because we can't make a meaningful accomplishment if you have this kind of mindset. Instead, we have to schedule our priorities. O di ba? Mas magkaiba. Magkaiba yung you schedule, you, you, you prioritize your schedule to, priority, or to schedule your priorities. Magkaiba yun mga kapatid. We should do that because by doing, by doing so, you will be able or we will be able to use efficiently the most precious commodity in the world. Which we, call, which we call time. It is a known fact that when time is lost, it is lost forever. And you will miss, you will miss many opportunities. And that will have an effect on your productivity. Not just in your work, but of course in our, you know, as our whole life, sa buong buhay natin, we will miss all those opportunities and it will affect our productivity. So when Peter was telling them, when Peter told, was told to meet the men of Cornelius, when he was told to meet them, mababasa natin doon mga kapatid na he did without hesitation. And right after the men were able to rest from their 50 or so kilometers walk, they left Joppa the following morning and went to Caesarea for another 50-kilometer walk. That's two and a half days during their time. Kasi hindi naman paid yung mga daan. Isn't this amazing, mga kapatid? Haven't you noticed? Joppa is where Jonah did, uh, is, is where Jonah hid from the Lord. Ito yung lugar kung saan nagtago si Jonah because ayun niyang pumunta at magminister sa mga tao doon sa Nineveh. Remember that? In the book of Jonah, when God called him, he went down south, bumaba sa south, and that is in the port city of Joppa because he doesn't want to go to Nineveh. And here, mababasa natin mga kapatid, na yung Joppa is the jump-off point for the first mission to the Gentiles. Ang Joppa is the jump-off point for the first mission to the Gentiles. And another one, Peter was originally known or originally called Simon Bar Jonah or Simon, the son of Jonah. Coincidence ba ito, mga kapatid? No. God has His perfect plan and it is always done perfectly. So what was the task? Ano yung dapat gawin? 
Why was it at the top of Peter's priorities? Was time is of an was time is of an essence? That is why hindi na nagpad nagpaligoy-ligoy pa si Peter. He did not delay their journey going to Caesarea. You see, Peter did not want to delay his travel or their trip going to Caesarea dahil meron silang message and according to him, he said that si, si Cornelius told him that call Peter who is now in the house of Simon called Simon the Tanner na nandun sa Jopa because he will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. Peter has a message to all of them. Ito yung task ni Peter and that is his priority to meet the people. So was Peter and his companions productive? Naging productive ba sila mga kapatid? Nasayang ba ang kanilang pagpunta doon? We can read and we can see in these verses, in this what, in these accounts of Luke, na yung kanilang pagpunta doon ay hindi sayang. They were all very, very productive. They were very, very productive. Look, as Peter began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them. And as He had come on them at the beginning, sabi ni Peter sa kanila, as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them. As He had come on us at the beginning, He was referring to that to that day when the Holy Spirit came on all of them in Pentecost, it's recorded in chapter 2. All that were present there received salvation and the extraordinary feeling of the Holy Spirit happened. You see, before we go to the next and last point of this message, let's look at what Peter told his audience. Tingnan natin kung ano yung sinabi ni Peter sa lahat ng mga nag-accuse sa kanya, yung mga Jewish Christians there. Because this is also very important to us, to all of us today. Verse 17 said, when Peter told them, So if God gave them the same gift He gave us, who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? A very pointed statement to all of them. You see, when I was reading these verses, I realized, ko, mga kapatid, na for so long, I have been standing in God's way as far as my own son's understanding of their own salvation. I was standing on God's way kasi, you know, for so long, I've been, you know, they have this vague understanding, my two sons have their own vague understanding of what salvation is all about. Few years ago, I asked them of the same questions that was asked to us in our life group last Sunday. Bakit may confusion about good works and faith? Bakit salvation is centered only in the Lord Jesus Christ? Wala na bang other way? Bakit? And what was the original plan of God for salvation? At ano ang kanyang ginawa to fulfill His plan? The same questions, mga kapatid, na tinanong sa atin last Sunday. And would you know what their answers are? You see, your guess is as good as mine. They were also confused. Hindi nila alam kasagutan. So that's why I sat down with them immediately and discussed with them the gospel and the salvation that is only in Christ. 
Why I am sharing this to you? Because brothers and sisters, parents, children, we should focus on the now. Kailangan natin mag-focus sa mga bagay na to. Huwag na tayong mag-dwell kung ano yung ating nakasanayan. Don't stand in God's way. Parents, make your children understand the basic of our faith. Children, do not just go with the flow at isipin ito na yung aming nakasanayan at ito yung aming nakagisnan. Magtanong at suriin ang iyong pagkakaintindi ng iyong pananampalataya. It's very, very important so that you can have a real focus of what it is at the present. At kayo po lahat nanunood, nanunood ngayon at kasama namin na sumasamba sa umagang ito. If God has been knocking at the door of your hearts, let Him in. Do not resist Him. Do not stand in His way. Listen to His words and accept His offer of forgiveness and salvation. Mga kapatid, do not stand on His way. Ikaw na nanunood ngayon, kung matagal nang kumakatok ang Panginoon sa mga pintuan ng inyong mga puso, let Him in. Listen to His words. Accept His offer of forgiveness and salvation. Not living on the past and focusing on the now are two of the hallmarks of a Christian. But lastly, mga kapatid, you also have to look forward to the future with bright expectations. You look forward to the future with bright expectations. And as you look forward to the future, there is that certain sense of assurance and confidence that your future is bright amidst the uncertainties in life. After hearing Peter's story, after namarinig nila yung, yung account, yung, yung kwento ni Pedro, those circumcised believers of the Jerusalem church came into their senses. At yung kanilang mindset and yung kanilang pag-iisip was changed by God. Their attitude towards the Gentiles changed for the better. Ano ba ang nangyari? Verse 18 says, They had no further objections and they praised God saying, So then, even to the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Brothers and sisters, we all know that the life that is being mentioned here is not the life you know, that describes us while we are here on earth. God's plan of salvation is not temporal. It is eternal. We dream of a pleasant life here on earth. Sino ba ang ayaw ng pleasant na pamumuhay dito sa, sa mundong ibabaw? But a pleasant life is not here on earth. No matter how wealthy or healthy you are, problems and the cares of this life will come. And that is the reality. The world has just been recovering from the economic collapse in the year 2009 and 2010. Naalala nyo? Nung taong 2009, it started in the later part of 2008 and it, it you know, not parang unti-unting natapos nung year 2010 na merong economic collapse na nangyari sa buong mundo and that led many people to bankruptcy and hardships. Yung mga mayayaman ay naging poor at yung mga mahihirap ay lalong naging mahirap. And then less than 10 years later, this pandemic struck. 
It did not spare anybody. Walang, walang naging exempted. Everyone is affected. Rich and poor, young and old. Someone wrote that this virus became the equalizer and it became clear to all of us na yung kailangan lang natin that what we need in our earthly lives are just the essentials. Ito lang yung kailangan natin. We, this virus has really made us realize about that. We believe that all things work together for good for us that who trust in God. Pero sa totoo lang, mga kapatid, if we look around us, we see pain, we see panic, we see chaos, we see, we see corruption, and we see death. At nagbibigay sa atin to Lord, nagbibigay sa atin to ng takot, nagbibigay sa atin ng, you know, fright. But let us not focus on them. God will add up to our failing faith a strong mindset that will enable us to focus on the negat- not on the negativities but on the many good things that God still does. Do you believe that? That God is still doing good things right now? Remember that miracles still happen because God is good. Amen? And He is good all the time. So, do not just survive, but thrive. Remember what the Apostle John wrote in Revelations 21.4 that in the future, God will wipe, will wipe every tear from their eyes, from our eyes. And there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. This is the future that we are looking at, mga kapatid. So stop living in the past. Instead, focus on the present and look forward to the eternal future that God will provide. But while we are still here, let us not forget that as the Lord Jesus Christ told His disciples that they will be His witnesses, part of God's plan of salvation is us. We are also His witnesses. And we are now at the ends of the earth. Nandito tayo ngayon mga kapatid. Huwag nating kalilimutan to share the good news to all. So let us stop living in the past. Instead, focus on the present and look forward to the eternal future that God will provide. Let us pray. Lord, maraming maraming salamat for this day, for this morning, for your message, for reminding us for our tendency to live our old life, yung aming old nature, to live in our past, kung ano yung aming old ways of thinking. Remember, we, we thank you, Father, for reminding us today na dapat na hindi na kami magwalo doon sa kung ano yung mga nakaraan namin. Instead, we have to focus on the present. Make us, Lord, a highly effective Christian who lives on the present and who looks forward with confidence and assurance to our future amidst of what is really happening all around us. Salamat, Lord, sa buhay ng mga nakauna sa amin yung mga naging best example namin at alam namin, Lord, na marami pa kaming mga example na nakikita sa aming mga buhay ngayon. Open 
our eyes wide, Lord, to see the reality that you are still at work. So, Lord, help us. And as what we have heard this morning, may it be further that it will grow in our hearts. It will give us, Lord, confidence and will give us, Lord, assurance of this life that we're facing right now. Lord, yes, thank you. Thank you for what you are doing and for what you are going to do. We give you back the glory and honor in Jesus' name. And everybody will say, Amen and Amen. Jesus conquered the grave 
Let us prepare ourselves for the communion this morning. I want you to prepare your elements and prepare your minds and your hearts as we take part of this communion service that will be led by Pastor Mel Dianga. Let us prepare for the communion this morning and let us be drawn closer to God by partaking the bread and the cup that symbolizes uh, the bread symbolizes the body of Christ that was broken for us and the cup of wine symbolizing the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that was shed for our sins. Uh, communion has been a vital part of our worship life uh, for the past uh, 2,000 years more than 2,000 years and uh, what is important we observe the two ordinances that Jesus gave us he gave to the church uh, first is yung baptism and that is an act of obedience uh, to demonstrate our faith and our commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord pangalawa po itong Lord's Supper or Communion na ating gagawin this morning. But before we do that, meron tayong uh, some things to observe. At uh, kailangan uh, makita natin na ito yung mga expectation ng Panginoon sa atin. Una po yung pag-examine uh, ng ating sarili. The Bible says, uh, uh, examine yourself first. It's of you. Examine yourself first. And then eat of the bread and drink from the cup. So this morning, come to the table of the Lord with reverence and with respect. 
Another thing po is to proclaim the gospel. We are proclaiming the gospel. Every time we eat the bread and drink from the cup, we proclaim His death until the Lord Jesus Christ will come. Remember, it is the gospel that we proclaim in communion. And then, don't forget that we also recognize the body of the Lord. So, in other words, experience Him today or be drawn to Him in, in, an, in an intimate uh, fellowship with our Lord Jesus. Also, this morning, we affirm our unity. So, 1 Corinthians 10, 7, there is the one loaf of bread. All of us, though many, are one body, for we are all share the same loaf. So in communion, in affirm natin yan, and we aim and pray that unity will be maintained until the Lord Jesus Christ will come. We also anticipate the coming of the Lord. We do this until He comes again. Uh, when Jesus Christ comes again, yun ang ating totoong pag-asa. In this world, there is tribulation. There is trouble. The world is full of trouble. Halos walang katapusan, kaguluhan. But when the Lord Jesus Christ will come, lahat ng ating mga pangamba, all our worries, all our sorrows will be gone because we will live with our Lord forever and ever. Yun po ang ating uh, pag-asa na tarating ang Panginoong Yesus and He will change everything. This morning, I'd like us to experience the presence of Jesus in communion. Uh, for the last uh, few days, uh, meron akong pinapakinggang song and the title is How Beautiful. As I was doing my exercise, daily exercise, uh, pinapakinggan ko to and uh, I love the, the lyrics of the song. It speaks about the body of Christ. It speaks about us. It speaks about our fellowship. How beautiful that hands that serve the wine and the bread and the sons of the earth. How beautiful the feet that walk the long dusty roads and the hill to the cross. How beautiful, how beautiful, how beautiful is the body of Christ. This is written by Twyla Parish. So let us prepare now, uh, prepare your bread and also the cup. Paul says, For I receive from the Lord that which I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake the bread together. In like manner, he also took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake from the cup. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for the cross, the mighty cross, 
that God himself should die for such as us. Jesus died on the cross to pay for all our sins, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lord, thank you for making yourself available through your Son, Jesus, and in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we come before you today, and I pray that we will be drawn to you, and we will encounter you, Lord, not only today, but every day of our life. Lord, I pray that we will continue to appreciate and be able to see how beautiful is the body of Christ. Lord, thank you for your blessing upon us today, even through our communion service and fellowship. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good morning again, ABCC family. Thank you again, Pastor Dante, for that wonderful message. And I hope and pray that everyone was able to hear and catch up God's word today. And for our announcement, our live stream worship service will still continue every Sunday at 9 a.m. in the morning through Facebook Live and YouTube. So make sure to turn on your Facebook and YouTube notifications so, so that you will be updated when we are going live. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19-21 says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Again, we can support our church and ministry by giving our tithes and offering by a bank transfer, and we are registered at Union Bank and our account name is Alliance Bible Christian Church and our account number is 0010100111240. And our prayer service will still continue every Friday at 6 p.m. So lahat po is welcome na jumoin sa panalangin. Samahan niyo po kami na manalangin every Friday at 6 p.m. And also, um, live group will still continue um, every Sunday pa din po after ng service or pwede po kayo mag-usap ng inyong mga groupmates or life group members if kailan po kayo free so that lahat tayo is or lahat kayong grupo is will be able to um, to talk and to discuss our um, life group questions every Sunday. And also sa mga wala pa pong discipleship groups, if um, you're interested to learn about God's Word and to learn how to disciple, um, just give us a message or our um, coordinators and pastors so that we can give you or we can um, set you on discipleship group. And also for prayer and counseling, you can also give us a message if you have something or meron kayong gustong ipag-pray or gusto kayo, may, meron kayong gustong um, uh, ipaalam sa amin, just give us a message and we can coordinate with our pastoral team. And also for the kids ministry, I request for all the parents out there to assist their little children uh, to attend their Sunday school po and nagaganap po ito tuwing um, 10.30 a.m. in the morning. Ililid po yan ni um, Nanay Pen Kyokson. And also for others na hindi pa po nakakapag-like sa ating Facebook page and YouTube channel sa ating mga newcomers uh, and new worshippers there, please uh, do follow our Facebook page and YouTube channel so that you will be updated po sa ating mga announcement and uh, you will be updated when we are already going live. And that is all for our announcement. 
God bless ABCC and stay safe. Maraming salamat CJ for the announcements. At mga kapatid, I hope that you have uh, read yung uh, of heard yung ating mga announcement. Those are really common but it will always come back. It will always be reminders and be a reminder to all of us so that hindi mawala sa ating mga isipan. So CJ, thank you very much for uh, for giving us the announcements today and for this morning. Mga kapatid, before we go to our benediction, our closing prayer, I would like you to pray for these items this morning. Let us not forget to thank God for the answered prayers. Lalong-lalo doon sa mga prayer na nabanggit natin for as we prayed for the sick last Sunday and you know as we prayed for the sick daily. So let us thank God for that. And let's continue to pray for those friends and loved ones na merong mga sakit sa ngayon at merong iniinda sa kanilang mga physical na pangangatawan. Of course, yung continuous na prayer natin for healing kay Sister Delia, uh, yung healing din kay Nanay Irene, they have just uh, celebrated yung kanilang 50th wedding anniversary nila Tatay August and we had that grand celebration yesterday. Let us not forget to pray for them. Of course, sila ni Brother Ray and Sister Susan, uh, yung kanilang mother uh, is, is uh, really in a very precarious state right now as far as, as her um, physical body is concerned. Si Nanay Leonora, to continue to pray for them. And all of those frontliners, wag natin silang kalimutan to uphold in our prayers today. And of course, wag natin kalimutan to pray for salvation dun sa lahat ng ating mga mahal sa buhay or mga, mga kaibigan na hasn't gotten or hasn't heard the good news in details yet and hasn't the Lord Jesus Christ in their heart yet, hearts yet. So, pray for them. And pray for all ourselves, sa, sa, sa ating mga sarili, for ourselves, that we will always be a faithful witness for Christ. Let us all pray. Yes, Lord, maraming maraming salamat. Thank you for the answers of our prayers, for healing those we have just not been praying, Lord, on their behalf. So we continue, Lord, to pray for our brothers and sisters who are sick right now. And we have mentioned their names already, Lord. And we bring them, Lord, we brought them, Lord, to your attention and we know Father that you know them so Lord grant healing extend Lord your powerful right hand to them right this very moment and I pray Father for all the frontliners to protect them and Lord na kami to be a faithful witness Lord sa aming mga kaibigan sa aming mga mahal sa buhay and for all the people Lord na namimit namin sa pangaraw-araw namin Lord na pamumuhay Thank you for everything that what you have done today. And even Lord, for 
the celebration that we have just done, Lord, for remembering your death and your, you know, what you have done, Lord, 2,000 years ago. That last supper, that last meal that you have with your, with your, with your disciples, Lord, with the apostles, and thank you for that. So this morning, Lord, we give you back the glory and honor and we lift you up everything, Lord. Yung lahat ng aming mga na-mention sa inyo, yung aming mga prayers this morning, O Lord. And we give you back the glory and honor. Brothers and sisters, let us open our hands upward and receive the blessing that comes from God. To Him who is able to keep you from stumbling, and to present you before His glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. And everybody will say, Amen and Amen. So mga kapatid, tapos na po yung ating uh, worship service this morning. I hope and pray that all of us have been renewed and refreshed and will have that enough uh, energy to face the new week and be blessed to always be a blessing to others. At wag po natin kalilimutan na all of us were sent in every situation and every circumstance. We are a blessing to everybody. Magandang umaga po sa lahat. Be safe, stay healthy, God bless. Say